Hi, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I'm Rachel Shores. I am a watercolor artist traveling and working on my travel stories. I'm also with Laume today. Yeah, hi. I'm also an artist and you're listening to us talking about the creative life and all the struggles we're having (laughs) (laughs) and our goals and our dreams. And hopefully we inspire you. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about this. Yes, and the trick is having the goals and dreams and then making steps towards those goals and dreams amidst all of the um, everyday stuff that can distract you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, life isn't easy in in general at the moment. I mean, there's so much going on in the world. uh, And I think that takes, it it takes, yeah, it kind of eats up energy, I think. And also... So, and also this season, the change of this season, now it's getting cold. And I think that is all affecting us. And I don't know, it's, for me, it was a very, very exhausting year. That's. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I, I hope, I, I can't summarize up my whole year, but um, yeah, I definitely, I had my, um, I had, I had October mm-hmm. or, you know, September, September, October has been up until the weather changed i was really excited like that was the most energized and excited and optimistic i've been in a long time and then mm-hmm. today the weather the cold weather is here and i can and i'm like seeing winter coming around the corner and i'm like oh i've had some struggles in the winters of being motivated and i really want to try to prevent that this year and come up with so I'm I'm working towards building habits and solutions mm-hmm. now um, for those for those less motivating times. Wow, um, maybe, maybe it helps to realize that maybe in winter we are not as energized as in summer. Maybe it's natural. Maybe it is also yeah. our society telling us we have to be productive all the time. I mean, nature isn't productive in winter. Days are short, and maybe that is a time when we simply slow down a bit as well. I mean, it doesn't work in our society. You have to work every day. <laughs> no one cares to tell you about, boss, it's winter. I can't. I'm sorry. I have to leave early. <laughs> that doesn't work. Be, I would just, wouldn't that be awesome if, if all jobs were seasonal? And this is a, something I was, yeah. I was, I was having a conversation with somebody, and, and it was so interesting because they were like, um, telling me how they love consistency and they need to be away from the from the house and they want this like schedule and like just hearing how how comfortable they were in a nine to five job and I was like wow and and to hear somebody talk about it in such a loving way I was like wow that really helps me see how that is not me (laughs) and 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 what it also did help me though that I did think about like when did I feel the best for my jobs and what I realized was I thrive I really love seasonal work yeah exactly that's that could be maybe everything is in 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 yeah there's seasons for everything I mean you harvest something or you you plant something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. time (laughs) yeah yeah and and every job I've had that I you know and I always thought I I like working in, in, in stints. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious if that, I was like, huh, I, I wonder if that's something I could recreate now. 
So yeah, maybe we should think about. I mean, we have this society and we have these schedules, and no one cares about any seasons or whatever. Is it cold? Is it warm? Whatever's going on, but so we keep on going every day the same. But that that's not how nature works. That maybe that's not how we work. I mean, it could yeah. be just because we have electric light and heating. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So we're still part of nature. Maybe we need to rest more in winter, or we. Yeah, there's a dark time and you you think about stuff and then, yeah, when everything in spring, you start to work on, I don't know, maybe there is something to this. Yeah. So I know some, I know a lot of people don't have a choice. That's, yeah, that's the bummer yeah. of the part. Um, but for those who have, so when you, where you do have some control or flexibility, I'm curious, what do you, what do you put in place for that? Um I mean, I uh, mean, do you remember when you have a nine to five job? You could simply accept the fact that in winter you're more tired and you like to stay at home more often. Maybe that would be something. Instead of forcing ourselves to be out and about all the time. <laughs> maybe not so uh, yeah. But yeah, maybe we need some more things we do in winter and and, mm-hmm. and or now. Maybe it's really now I want to have it hot tea and <laughs> I don't know <laughs> sit somewhere and I don't know maybe something like this we have to find some some rituals for us for the season we don't actually do in summer I, I don't know yeah yeah I'm I'm suddenly thinking more about candles <laughs> yeah, maybe we, yeah that would be if we buy more candles or we look for candles in our house and put them somewhere and we light them up that's yeah, crazy. I mean, there's something to this cold season that is. Oh, I have a friend that is madly in love with Christmas, and it was really interesting to hear. I, I was raised without Christmas, mm-hmm. so it was really educational for me to hear her explain and describe the importance of the Christmas tree because she's like this, you know, she's like, I keep this up for way longer. I don't, two, three months, she has it up, and she's like, this is all the lights and the brightness and, you know, of the, in the world kind of thing, because, because she does not do well for a dark winter. Yeah, and, maybe that's why they did it, and I think it's ritual, you know, you have the smell of the, of mm. the tree, and you have the lights. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, and I think, I mean, ritual is not something that's religious or something, it is basically, it's, yeah. So as a creative, now if we're applying this to creatives and we're, we're maybe we're, we're winding down and realize we won't be as creative in these next few months. But I like I feel like right now it's like I feel like right now I'm squirreling away the things I need. I need to gather. We're gathering resources, making a plan, working towards habits trying to i'm trying to put in some habits in place so that they're just automatic so i don't so that i don't use the energy of or waste energy just trying to remember what uh, what mm-hmm. i'm trying to do um maybe I, maybe something people could do would be like automating do you have any things you're that's a, in review or working on that's a good question so hmm I don't know, actually. So my daily ritual actually is going for a walk through the woods. And I think that really helps me to get in touch with the season because now it's changing. And I love how the trees, how they look different, the air is different, and everything smells differently. And I think that brings me 
in touch with these changes. <laughs> so that is something, yeah, that helps me. So in summer, I usually go, usually go in the mornings because it's so hot. Mm-hmm. So when do you, so how does it, when do you get, when is it when you, from the time you wake up to when you decide to go for a walk? Like, how do you, I do you do anything? go around noon. That's mm-hmm. clear. But in summer, I usually go around nine in the morning. So. And you just, because this is where I'm like, I don't, I walk at some point during the day. Maybe I'm just not, maybe I'm just not counting the times that I do walk because I do walk every day, but I don't do the like the woods contemplative thing. I'm usually doing it for, you know, transportation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, going, uh, it's what my, actually, this is my time. So it's around 45 minutes or an hour or so. And it's time for myself. Mm -hmm. And and really helps me to clear my mind. So there's some research on how walking through, but there has to be some greenery Mm -hmm. (laughs) around. It really helps you to um, kind of, it helps your brain to uh, get rid of some old stuff and i don't know how it works you have to look at it i'm not a a biologist but it's really healthy for the brain to simply walk i think this monotonous movement Mm -hmm. really really helpful maybe that's also built in (laughs) um i don't know yeah i think it's funny because it's like i know we've talked about this before I talk about it with you. I was about my. I was talking to my therapist this week, last week, asking what I, you know, for for tips, like what's the most important thing to do to start the day. And she recommended a walk in the woods. And like I still remember how uh, my acupuncturist back in the day, she would always, re- you know, she would ta- she talked about it as like stagnation, like if we're we're as as a a part of nature if nature isn't moving it gets stagnant you know if you think of a pond or or a brook you know and you don't want to be a pond you want to be a brook so you need to move and and um yeah it's just funny the importance of it and i'm it is. and but yeah i can go through my day and just and never have it be the right time i think oh. You have to get used to it. So it takes some some practice to get used to it because, yeah, it feels like a long, oh, my God, I have to go for a walk. But after a couple of weeks, you you need this. You mm-hmm. do it automatically. And I know now I don't feel like it, but it, it really changes my perspective. And it gives me more energy. It's very often I think, oh, no, I don't want to go for a walk. <laughs> so I simply put on my stuff, my shoes, and I walk. And I, when I come back, it's I it's I have more energy. It's really true. I, I feel like more energized and you can use this time to think and how to gather ideas and to think through stuff and see it from a different angle. And mm-hmm. and there's so many famous writers who's, mm-hmm. who that was their morning, that was their practice was to, you know, two hour, two hour walks and stuff. Yeah. So you can do it. Different. So you can simply be out there and look at the trees. It depends. Sometimes my mind needs to or my brain needs to work. But sometimes I simply want to enjoy everything that's around me. So you can do both. And it's mm-hmm. it's different and it's helpful. I mean, mm-hmm. it, sometimes I need to think and then it helps me to think when I'm walking. <laughs> but sometimes it's also, I can simply empty my mind. So that's... Mm-hmm. 
It's so strange. I I love I do I do love walks. I feel most at home in the woods. Reminds me of all my like the analogy of you know one foot in front of the other. Everything is so symbolic for me, and 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 I and I really like crave it, and yet I don't do it every day. I think that's I think that's normal. You have to get used to it, and you maybe you should, maybe you could set an alarm. I don't know if there's a time when you're always available, and simply say, "Okay," and don't think, don't think, just put on your shoes and walk. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, and see how it goes. So if you don't like it after three days, say, "Okay, I quit." But I like that. So you have to get used to it, and then now when I don't, when I have days where I don't have the time, I really miss it. So. Mm-hmm. My buddy wants this now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, we'll put, that, we'll put that on the list. Yeah, absolutely. Things we recommend. It's something they, I mean, it doesn't have to be an hour. It is okay. An hour is perfect for me, <laughs> but uh, it can be less. I mean. And do you remember, there was this lady we were talking, uh, oh, I cannot remember her name right now. But she had, like, the struggle, something about, um. Um, she started off with like housekeeping tips for, for being oh, low energy. Care. Yeah. Struggle care. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Listened to a podcast yet. So maybe that's also something you can do in the dark. Yeah. And then the coach says you can sit at home listening to podcasts, reading mm-hmm. books. You always wanted to read. You don't do it summer. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. I definitely, um, inspiring podcasts. Mm-hmm. Candles. Yeah, I put down candles. <laughs> Buying new scarves. That's something I like. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, scarves. I always I, I love scarves so that I can only wear them when it's cold. So that's also another ritual. Oh gosh, I love scarves. I love scarves too. I have too many scarves. I ha- I mean, this is the thing. I love scarves. I really don't need any more scarves, but I always love looking for a new scarf. But it, I have gotten to the point where I like I have so many. Okay. <laughs> that I'm that I usually don't find one that you know okay. is so new and different. <laughs> I still do it, but that's that might be a lie. I still do add scarves. I'm trying to remember the last one I just added. <laughs> you have this collection of scarves. <laughs> I love, but I love. Yeah. I, oh my goodness! Don't get. I love collecting scarves. They're all different colors and the different patterns and the different feels and the, the, like the different looks. And then you can add one to it changes all your outfits. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed. Yeah, that's something for the cold season. <laughs> but yeah. You know what we could do? We talked about this before we started. We could make uh, just talk about what what happened in our lives. And our plans, and um, just a recap. Last- yeah, we could do that. Um, I do want to come back to, yeah, like what? Sure. Well, I did uh, last week. Okay. Yes. Tell me if you have a recap. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a way, it feels like my life is different now. I don't know why, but I kept. Um, I started going to this um free art workshop that's oh. every week. It's basically for it's basically for autistic people, but everybody can come. So I thought maybe I I want to volunteer there. So I went there and I really enjoyed because I'm out of the house and I've been there two times now, and it really 
it's it's so nice to simply and I realized how much fun it is to simply be there and draw. There's nothing is expected of me, so that really helps me. So we found this cultural center and we started to go there more on a regular basis and we meeting all these people and I realized, oh my god, they're actually interested in what I'm doing in a in a very ordinary way. So <laughs> and it helped me to see that. I was surrounded by people who were not interested in anything, not just in me, but they are not open enough to let something new in in their lives. That's what I realized. So, mm-hmm. and I tried so hard to belong, and I always I thought it's me. No, it's not. And I realized something that these people are so afraid of of something new that it was a very interesting insight because I always thought, Oh, they don't like me or they're awful. No, I think they are really afraid of dealing with the uncertainty that I don't know. It's very, mm. but that's maybe that's how conservative people are, but they pretend not to be so that I think they confuse me. They pretend to be so, Oh, but they're not, they're not. It's just one, um, I don't know. One, one thing, so they never come to you, ask you, oh, how are you? Or where have you been? They ask, oh, have you been there? Have you been doing this? So you always have to say no. <laughs> or, and then you said, no, I was doing this. Oh, have you been to this place? And they say, no. So you keep <laughs> having these conversations about no, I do. instead of asking them asking me what I did, actually. Yeah, yeah. Make assumptions all the time. And I realize, oh, my God, I've been surrounded by these people. And that it drives me crazy. Why can't they come up to me and say, hey, hi, where have you been? I mean, I could say, no, I wasn't going, I wasn't going for a walk. I was collecting names for clouds. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I was lying on the floor next to the river and just screaming. Who, who knows what I did? I mean, <laughs> and then I realized, oh, my God. And they don't do this because they hate me or something. But they can't, the, obviously, they can't deal with this. It's too unpredictable, maybe. Because you I know about this, what this guy said about resonance. Resonance actually means to ha- be open for someone else's experience or for some other. Mm-hmm. Not, and I realized, okay, that explains it. So I gained some understanding and some insight. This kind of reminds me. I, this is one of the things I wonder about with a on a bigger part of the society is like, the, you know, with with programs and activities and schedules like people don't branch out and do their own thing no anymore and so it's like you the way you relate to people is finding the same thing that you both have Mm -hmm. participated in you know just like you said you know did you watch this show did you watch this movie are you in this you know playing this game are you you know, and no, if, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 <laughs> yeah, and like, what did I, yeah, <laughs> you could just imagine you come up to someone, hey, where have you been? He said, Well, I was caring for a sick bird, <laughs> who knows? That would be interesting, and so you have to adapt to it and think, Oh, interesting, tell me more, but yeah, 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 but yeah, maybe that is also why they're not open to art because all this, unpre- maybe this life's gotten so complex. And so it's a coping mechanism to shut down and to stay yeah. with what you know. That's yeah. what I and it's just crazy. There's oh, a really interesting <laughs> There's a really interesting thing I've heard. Um, you know, they talk about people, the comfort shows, you know, it's a really it's a it's a soothing mechanism to watch the same show that you've you know, 
all the mm-hmm. time. Rewatch it over and over and over. And I've done, I do that. I, I have my yeah. favorite shows that I watch. And I wonder if people are getting just so much more, um, are so much more exhausted in their free time that they're just going for the the predictable now, <laughs> since everything else around them is unpredictable. Yeah, it could be, but maybe you could also find the strength or the safety within yourself to uh, deal with this because it is interesting and it doesn't to 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 meet someone who cares for birds or who does something I don't know it doesn't threaten me. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have the capacity, but maybe we're talking about it's not that they don't want to. Maybe they don't have the capacity, and maybe that's also our job to. Uh, it's a window. Maybe it's a window of tolerance. We have to work. Yeah. Also for ourselves. So I. It's not that I'm judging these people. I think it's my job to maybe widen my window of tolerance more. Um, you don't do that by by um, beating yourself up or, or I don't know. I think it's really by by finding ways by going for walks maybe <laughs> or by by educating yourself about the nervous system or dealing with all this or going to therapy. Who knows what what might yeah. be your. Right. I feel like the I feel like learning I feel like the learning about the nervous system and self-soothing is like the new like workout for moving from making progress. Oh yeah, the nervous system really helps. So you can I think it is really the nervous system or these stages. And also for me it was also attachment style. So maybe they're related in a way. Mm-hmm. So that was my own attachment style to see this. So people maybe these people are avoidant, so they're you don't actually you don't meet people and you, you don't resonate with someone because you always meet coping mechanisms. <laughs> you don't, it's it's really weird. And also, um, yeah, what else? Yeah, learning about trauma in in in, in general, transgenerational trauma. Because um, maybe we as a society are, are traumatized. I don't know. And people think they're normal, and but they have these avoidance. Tendencies that really drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, you know, the other thing I keep seeing people mention too is, um, you know, we have more access to more knowledge and more events than ever. And when you th- talk about being empathetic, and then you see you have so much more access to so much more suffering, even though it's not in your e- exact circle, it still can be overwhelming. And I think and, that's also good because there's a difference between compassion, resonance, and empathy. Because now I would say empathy is really something more, yeah, maybe it's a, how do I say that? Maybe it's primitive in a way. The primitive, you have to educate it more. So you have compassion. So yeah, maybe then you need to set boundaries. You need to find resources within and the capacity to be open for someone standing in front of you without taking in all their pain. I think that needs some training. Maybe you need some boundaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries. And then you have to be able to be resonant because I I don't think it's a good way to to simply be in the presence of someone who's suffering and and, and don't – and you cannot no longer discern what's your suffering and theirs. I think – I think – yeah, maybe we are not educated enough when it comes to these uh, things. Where do you learn this? I mean, mm-hmm. when you go to school, they, they don't teach you any of this. <laughs> well, this is a struggle. Now you, you have, you're learning all this. Plus you still, and, and yet you still have your, and you, and you need to survive and you need your socializing and you have, you know, you have your basic self-maintenance. 
besides survival. And then after that comes the, you know, um, I feel like after all that comes the creativity. Or is that, or are, are we wrong about that? I think it feels it. like it. Maybe that's why, for me, I can, uh, my life was so exhausting. And I think it is basically this healing because I took up so much time and energy and everything came up. And I thought, oh my God, you have to do this healing to look at this stuff, to, I don't know, grow new neural pathways or whatever. And then I have to <laughs> find a job and do, do the jobs I have. Oh my God. So yeah, I was overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But my question is, do you think, can we, like, I know they talk about art. We, we also talk about heart, art being healing and creating, mm -hmm. creating being, you know, the part of the, I feel like creating is part of the change and the process and understanding um, the world and the process better. So I used to see it as like the last step, mm -hmm. but now I wonder if it's part of all of it. Like as you, as you heal and work on your boundaries and like I, I was just thinking about um when when you mentioned boundaries i was like well what what it would be an exercise to help somebody realize their boundaries and i started thinking about you know drawing diagrams and drawing and you know making images to go with it and that to me that imagery was more clear of what what i want to allow in and what i don't mm -hmm. um yeah, you could, maybe you could work with colors. I think we far too often think of art as a result, as yep. being in this capitalist world and everything is, has a price tag. <laughs> yeah. Art is sometimes simply to experience making it. I don't know. It's a process yeah. sometimes. And you don't even have to show it. You could simply be at home alone and dance. That would also be some expression. And no one would pay for this or see this. You wouldn't even put it on YouTube, nothing. You just do this. And in time and space, and that's it. <laughs> and maybe you are transformed afterwards. Maybe not. Who knows? But yeah, there's no price tag for this. But it's something you did in your the time you have. <laughs> it's life. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of, I know we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but like this is making me think of this journal that I'm trying to work on. So like my... My old journal is full. It's time mm -hmm. for a new one. And every time I start a new journal, that's to me a new chapter, you know, like mm -hmm. I kind of end one thing. And it's the to, right now it's like the perfect timing for my other one being full. And I only have like a couple pages left. I'm actually kind of resisted writing in it because if I run out of space, I've never actually run out of space in a journal. I usually end it and move to the next one. But this one I bought... I've like it's feeling very symbolic for me and I'm mm -hmm. thinking about like the process of like and like I bought this before I ever even thought of going to Germany and mm -hmm. it was in I bought it in the US I don't remember where exactly but um and now there's a strong possibility like it's probably will happen that I will be writing the, in this journal as we move back to the US mm -hmm. so I'm seeing the symbolism of a circle like I'm returning to a journal that I've always skipped over filling out I always found a different one or a better one now I'm going to this one but mm -hmm. I want it to be different than what I how I bought it so I'm trying to 
alter it. And you and I had talked about some altering ideas. And it was funny because when you're ta- asking, what did you do? You know, I was like, yeah, it'd be interesting to t- explain to somebody how I laid my journal out on the floor over the weekend and like was scribbling oh. on the cover and just trying to get some feeling and ideas. And it's really making me think about this process that you and I are talking about how mm-hmm. um, like I'm preparing for the winter. Mm-hmm. journaling and, and self-reflection is going to be part of it you know I'm preparing this journal and yet it's not complete and I have a feeling that I'm going to be continuing to work on the cover yeah, while not? I start writing in it yeah I like that I mean why not yeah so it doesn't have to be finished so maybe we should skip I mean results what's that it's something you can sell that's why we're so interested in it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what what a process you can't do with what can you do with it? It's unpredictable. Yet again. Oh my god, it's unpredictable. You have no idea what comes out of this. So maybe that's why we're so afraid of process. <laughs> it's Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to me because like back in the day when before <laughs> back in the day I used to always buy a black journal. Mm-hmm. And it was always this cheap basic journal. A sketchbook, I think, is what it was mm-hmm. actually. And then I started decorating the cover, but I usually didn't have an idea for the cover till partway through the journal. Um, and it was always fine because I knew I was going to figure it out. But like this one is, it's really interesting how stuck I am. And it's making me think about where we are in this mm-hmm. season. <laughs> like, why do we have to have, what are the answers I'm looking for? And why am I frustrated about not having answers right now <laughs> or oh, something? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so um, jumping a little back <laughs> to answers. Sorry, I'm 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 all over the place, aren't I? Um, when we were talking about that struggle care lady, exactly. and we're talking about preparing for um, the winter, one of the things that I really loved about her idea was instead of making a to do list and a schedule all the time. Um, and she was saying, and, and like, I really resonate with this. She's saying we're, we can't schedule, we have to take in the energy of the day. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can plan out a month or a week or whatever, but then the day comes and it turns out you don't have that energy or that it's focus. Um, so she, so instead of making like schedules, she made low energy, like medium energy and high energy. Yeah. Makes sense. Schedules. Makes sense. And then. I saw another person who was talking about ADHD making those making your to-do list more exciting. Mm-hmm. And so like she calls her little things side quests, you know, like okay. she had a grocery for grocery shopping. She calls it, I don't know, like the like grocery gathering or something, you know. So like I was trying to think of. I don't really have answers, so maybe we maybe we can get our listeners to no, think what? of something, but like. Thinking of a fun, low, medium, high. Yeah, what what helped me was I saw this one lady was also about HDHD. I, I, I think I don't have HDHD, but my brain is, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's it's similar in a way, but it's not your... Well, the interesting... Yeah, well, go ahead. It helped me because she said, okay, instead of this perfectionism, instead of trying to make everything perfect, so think about what's the basic thing you have to do. So if you want to post on Instagram, you don't have to write an elaborate post simply do the bare minimum everything else is extra 
So when you do the bare minimum and you just take a picture of the tree outside and post it, say, hi, this is a tree, maybe that's a bare minimum and everything. And maybe you start working on this and then you have ideas to to make more. But actually, your task is done. (laughs) I don't know. So I think we have to be perfectionism because perfectionism is basically fear. And that's what I did. Oh, there's something on my list. I I published my website. Oh, my God, I worked on this. It was so much work. It was so much work. And then I thought, okay, I have to do, finish the translation and some images are missing. There are typos in there and links aren't working. And then some part of me said, okay, just publish it now. Then you have the pressure to do it. And I, I did. I published it. It's not finished. And see what? I survived. No one came. Yay. <laughs> took me away. Put me to the perfectionism jail. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm still here. I'm still <laughs> and it's okay. So I'm doing this yeah day by day now and i'm but i'm so it's a huge weight lifted off my shoulders honestly and that's something i did without being finished (laughs) yeah 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 i like that i like that yeah and that gave me the energy to think about something else also in preparation for the winter because i'm struggling with my jobs and how to make money and maybe it's time to think differently i don't know i mean that's Mm -hmm. my way of of um preparing for this winter because someone approached me with this crafts market for this christmas market for handmade stuff and and i thought okay i will simply take part in it and see how i like it so now i have all these ideas for products i can make um handmade products so it's different Mm -hmm. than selling art so i realized oh maybe there's there's something that's something i want to um yeah I want to put it. I really shop. liked last week when you were talking about your soap making idea. It seems to me you really like working with your hands, whether it's whether it's like art, art, art. And I feel like soap is it. Um, somebody else. I I got to meet a potter last week, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting to listen to her because she was she's that same idea where she wants her art to be functional. So she yeah. was making, you know pots and bowls and things or actually what she did was she made really like sculptural one-of-a-kind things she didn't like she was it was she didn't like um the consistency of throwing so Mm -hmm. she makes like sculptures basically one-of-a-kind sculptures but they're functional so they're like elaborate vases and things yeah i thought about this maybe it has to do with this hdhc print as well so i want to have this online shop but instead of having one product all the time i want to have these limited editions and maybe i want to i'm really thinking about handmade boxes for a set of cards something like that so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, who knows maybe scarves felted scarves mm-hmm. but i don't have to do this until i don't know the rest for the rest of my life so yeah. I can say limited edition and this is just for this season maybe seasonal again so yeah this, this winter you can buy felted scarves yeah and i love that because that gives me so much freedom i'm thinking oh my god i have to sell these uh, prints on wood all my life oh gosh no maybe they maybe they exist only for i don't know christmas who knows for three months maybe seasonal i like that mm-hmm. i love that yeah. i really love that and then what you think of will be will be fresh and ideas and then the, the other part i like about that is like as you have your collections people will how they respond like i feel like i feel like we some i think you'll be influenced 
by how it's received. Yeah, so if people, because yeah. it's not my art, so my yeah. art is different. And I think this gives my art some more space and safety because we. Mm -hmm. I think we should talk about safety. Creating art is feels dangerous and it's unpredictable as hell. I mean, it's not like asking someone how was your day. It's even more more dangerous. It feels more dangerous. And maybe having these products and when I don't come up with new ideas, I can use my old my old prints. I don't know. Who cares? So I have these products and I can work on them and my art is in a safe space and doesn't have to be part of this whole commerce thing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh, I really like that. Mm -hmm. So you can say, okay, I have this set of prints and whenever you create some new painting, you don't have to put it in your shop immediately. You don't. It can be on its own. It can exist as as a painting for a while. And maybe after a while, maybe after a year or so. I mean, there are so many possibilities. Yeah, yeah. The studio work for your shop only. You can. Yeah. I still really love um, Flora Boli was the one who, I mean, I, I know many other people say this too, but she, she compared art as a, being an artist as an ivy. And mm -hmm. you just branch out and you have a million little things and you don't have one single moneymaker exactly. and you just keep adding more things. And like, because I think a really good example for you is like, since you're so into textile, I think it'd be a really natural progression to create, to design print printed fabrics. And okay. that would be something you could just license. And, you know. I thought about this because... In the past, I always thought, okay, I have to focus on one thing, maybe only prints or only drawings. No, it's not. I think it's how I do it. So mm -hmm. my work basically is it's uh, visual and text, and I work mm -hmm. with uh, natural materials. I work with uh, fabric, with paper, and recycled stuff, and that's it. And mm -hmm. I think everything comes naturally then. <laughs> so if I um, will have a print-on-demand thing, it will be uh, sustainable. I think that's. Mm -hmm. and you, do you also like doing do you still like doing note cards i know you had some struggles with where to sell them and things yeah i think that was a i want to do it differently now so i, I sold quite a few of them <laughs> actually but i think it's I'm, i never felt comfortable with it because in order to go out there have your own business and be your own artist you have to feel comfortable with it that's what i realized this past year because i always there was always something holding me back like these unconscious contracts we talked about in the, some of our episodes and something was holding me back and i was trying to be invisible still mm -hmm. when you try to hide but one part of you tells you, oh you have to be successful as an artist and some part says no i want to be invisible it doesn't work it simply doesn't work so I realized I had to do this work first to go to therapy and yeah. stuff first, unfortunately. so <laughs> Yeah, that's become, that's what um, I'll be adding into my routine is, is um, like, I feel like I need to every day, like self-regulate, <laughs> mm -hmm. do some, do some EFT tapping, do some mm -hmm. little meditation, do a little bit of. And, uh, somatic stuff and just mm -hmm. to like calm the nervous system because I realized that the beginning of the day is kind of is kind of triggering for me I'm, uh, just just being there I'm like oh no I'm gonna ruin my day oh no I don't want to waste my day oh no I gotta do all this stuff no it's too much stuff no it's not enough <laughs> 
Yeah, and when that's you how I just. And you know what helps you. And I think that should be part of our routine. Unfortunately, we are not raised like this. It's not. Maybe it's built in, but it's we've forgotten. So usually we should be raised like this, and we, it should come naturally, but it doesn't. <laughs> now we have to put this on our to do list as well. Unfortunately, but yeah, yeah, here is a job in itself. Honestly, it's it's, it's so exhausting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so. I was going to let's see if we have any more things for yeah what what was your week like I mean you spoke about my website and everything I did but not about what you did <laughs> no mine was kind of a wash it was um I had company mm. um so I did a lot of things a lot of activities um but I was really t I was really tired and I was just getting over from being sick and so yeah. no art things happened um the closest um when they talk about art all your all your time is is towards art I guess I did have a day where we took a train trip to Regensburg and I got to meet up with a really old friend artist friend and mm -hmm. um while I was there I found my uh, a, sh a store that I absolutely love their clothes and followed them on instagram and mm -hmm. i bought a pair of like burnt orange corduroy pants and i'm really mm -hmm. really excited to wear those and those just lit up uh, like i don't need new pants i have so many pairs of pants and yet i saw those i was like you know what this doesn't matter i, I like this is so me so much my art and like i'm looking for the right occasion to wear them now so i guess that was like feeding as much as i did for feeding my creativity and we also went on a really long a good mm -hmm. long hike but i ended up falling and twisting my oh. ankle a little bit <laughs> but it was okay yeah but i think resting and being exhausted is also part of the part of it i mean we have to accept that <laughs> we live in this uh, these times where we always have to be productive but i, I nothing in nature is always productive yeah yeah and i met this this week was kind of a good lesson for me because it was like not that it was draining but like i yeah it used all my energy you know like mm -hmm. i didn't have which was kind of strange it was like i was still it, it was a it was a learning time for me i was like i'm i'm working i'm doing all this other stuff and still feeling like I need, not like I need to do more, but that I'm, yeah, but there was something, there was other things to do that I, you know, that I didn't also have the energy for. So, like, now my now my house is a mess. Now I have to go get the energy to do that. <laughs> yeah, but so. now that you talk about this, I haven't done much art. Actually, I did some drawing, but there was always something else to do. It's true. Maybe art, I think art can be healing, but it can also be revealing. I don't know. Maybe it's exhausting. Maybe it is unpredictable. Maybe it's all these things. So yeah, I'm I'm struggling with this a lot at the moment because I want to get back into my studio and enjoy myself. But I'm not there yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. And I'm just I'm 
for me, the studio art and studio and creativity is kind of like down the list because I'm just trying to get like I'm just I'm like I want to go out for a walk every day. I want to get make some food for myself that's like healthy. Those are my things that I'm working towards because um, right now I the, right now the way that daily life goes, I don't have mm-hmm. enough energy to go do everything I want to do. So I think I need to build up those things first. Yeah, makes sense. So care for your body and see what it to nourish it. And, yeah. And to yeah. care for it and to Yeah, that's that's what it feels like to me. You have to care for yourself first. You have to care for your body, you have to care for your mental health, for your nervous system and that <laughs> have, have all the capacity to do everything else. Just go as it goes, it goes. Yeah, and life is so short and then yeah, that's why I thought about jobs. I I don't know that you have all these terrible jobs these days where you have to work night and day for for almost no money and yeah. So yeah, I'm ready to do the. Uh, I like the idea of a woman's collective, mm-hmm. and everybody contributes a little bit and divide the and the and the resources go towards food and shelter. <laughs> yeah, because I think. Maybe that's one thing because we're so I'm so struggling to 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 earn enough money to to pay for for for, for simply being alive. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's it's just ridiculous. Is it really how this should be? And should I be blamed for this? And then people come, oh, you're not good enough. Is this really true? And I'm I'm really questioning this. Just yesterday, I saw something on on TV. I, I don't know. It was about a, a I think a documentary, and they but the conclusion was we cannot actually. It's um, all those rich people and everything else in capitalism. We cannot afford this any longer. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's true. Maybe it's true. So that yeah, and then maybe. <laughs> There's also the system itself. It's not just me or us or our lives, but it's also the system we're living in. We, I think we should also keep that in mind because the world is very exhausting at the moment. There's so much going on and it really drains our energy as well. So we have the climate and we have all these wars and terrible things happening and people suffering. I think that's really... Um, how can you yep. be at home in your studio happy painting? <laughs> yeah, that's... Maybe we should, but how can we find a way way to do that? And, and and yeah, so maybe yeah. And I think that's the trick is what what. And this is the it's funny because this is the message that I always hear, and I think it's the like the most important thing is like what lights you up, mm-hmm. and find that and hold on to that and do it. And and the advice I've heard, which I'm not very good at taking, is you know do it lights you up first. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then. And then go take the other things. Yeah, but maybe it's true. Maybe instead of sitting there staring at the the news feed or whatever, take care. We should take care of ourselves so we actually have the capacity to deal with all this with life. Mm. And maybe, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, maybe to feel guilty when you do something for yourself it's ridiculous because that's how you help the world. I think when we all would be emotionally mature people who know how to soothe ourselves we don't have to start any wars whatever yeah. <laughs> dealing with how the complexity of life <laughs> yeah 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 my advice i think for for this i feel like i'm getting i'm getting some clarity i would say i would say 
depending on if you have no time and no energy, pick one thing that lights you up just mm-hmm. to like look at it and observe. Is there like a podcast that inspires you? Mm-hmm. Is there a song that gets you dancing? Or if you're like me and colors can mean so mm-hmm. much. Oh, I did that. <laughs> I did that for myself. I did retail therapy last week. Mm-hmm. I was just needed. I found the brightest, sunniest yellow coffee cup and it was in a good shape and it was a good handle and like all the things like I'm very selective about coffee mm-hmm. cups and it was only 350 oh, which wow. I'm also a stickler for good deals and I was just like that's coming home like I need that in my life I need this spot yeah. of sunshine <laughs> yeah I think we have to find things that lighten us up but I think it can be in our in our world it can be very easy to get distracted and so because that's what capitalism wants us to buy stuff so I think <laughs> Yeah, I try to find a to balance this. So instead of oh yeah, I have to go shopping. No, no, no. <laughs> but I think we're yeah, not yeah, in danger of doing that. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, and it's funny. Like my two my two things I'm most excited about this week are things I bought. But you know, sometimes <laughs> that's an easy per like paying for something can be easier than an activity. But, <laughs> but be careful. <laughs> but I think when you when you um. Are, never treat yourself good enough i think to buy something for yourself can be very helpful and healing that's what i realized because i always thought oh no i'm not worth it or so and when you can finally have the courage to buy something for yourself that's not too cheap and i think that's that's a way of maybe that's a sign of 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 healing so that's how i would see it yeah so I, I bought me two scarves and I'm so happy with them. <laughs> I love is this them. one you're, you're wearing? Is this one yeah, a new one? Very I, nice. Very nice. I saw it. I thought, oh, come on. I just buy you. You come yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah. See? Well, this is, this is something to, oh, who was I talking to about this? Like, as an artist, part of being is, I think, another way to think about it is a curator you know like mm-hmm. you are collecting what are you bringing around yourself mm-hmm. what are you surrounding yourself with and and as you pull in i feel like as you pull in and reach out for for different things it it just that's how that's the like the beginning steps of creating your life and creating change and and yeah. just seeing how things work uh, together and i i think you can do it symbolically with with your you know house and your possessions mm-hmm. but you can do it with your friendships you can do yeah. it with you know the social media you what you select to listen to yeah. like i curate my tiktok platform very mm-hmm. carefully like i skip you know there's there's just very few you know i'm very selective that way um uh i i choose even even i think getting dressed Mm-hmm. How you choose to dress up for the day is very, very symbolic for how you want to be and be seen in this world. Wow. Like today, I'm today I'm low energy. I'm all gray, but then <laughs> I got I got a little more energy, so I added a red hat. <laughs> <laughs> very good, but I think it's true. So maybe we can we cannot choose what what happens in the world. We can maybe we cannot choose what we when we're an artist what we, what we paint. Not really, but we can choose what what we let in our lives and inside of us. Maybe also food. We talked about food earlier. Mm-hmm. 
curate that. What kind of food am I <laughs> mm-hmm. having in my life? And also, I think friendships and people you surround yourself with, that is so important. That's what I realized. So that changed. I got rid of a lot of stuff that was really only training my energy. And it just mm-hmm. happened. And I felt bad at first, but I think that's just a normal process. Yeah. And some some things have to go. And maybe then we have room for new stuff to come into our lives. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But in order to do that, you, you have to have boundaries. And I think you can only have, be open when you have firm, not firm, but reliable boundaries. I think yeah. then then you can be open then you can go somewhere and say okay who are you and when you when this person speaks and you don't want them in your life simply set a boundary and that's it so nothing happened so there's no danger in being open and i think to be an artist you have to be open yeah i love it <laughs> so Oh, it's it's 3.33. I think that's the perfect time to wrap up <laughs> in our recording time. Um, do, you have any, do we have any last things? I wanted to say, the, 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 I like giving assignments if everyone likes assignments. I, I like the idea of um, find one thing to go, um, one joyful thing, either mm-hmm. either visual or listening to or everything or just grab a bunch of stuff and something new maybe something you haven't done in a while you've forgotten yeah. about almost yeah i'm inspired i'm gonna go for a walk yeah oh do you have um goals for this coming week which you are going to try to work on yeah maybe finish my website <laughs> and um experiment with product ideas so i have some ideas i have exciting ideas also for my art so i don't know <laughs> maybe it's, all this inspired me i want to work with cardboard so i have some ideas mm. so i don't know I, I what i'm feeling moved to do right now is i really want to get in contact with a print shop mm-hmm. and start getting this grid thing printed mm-hmm. for my large thousand drawing product mm-hmm. and see because I feel like that's going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long process to get through. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably have to end up going to visit a print shop. Mm-hmm. And the closest one that now is almost an hour train ride. Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. I think I'll also, you have that online print shop that you've recommended. Yeah. And I might talk to them. Exactly. Actually, I might do that. What do you remember the name of that? The only thing is, if you want to paint on the paper, it's coated, so we have to take that into consideration. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk to the print shop about that because mm. I've looked up the roll. I can buy the roll, but mm-hmm. I just have to find out if they'll actually be willing to print off a roll I bring in. Maybe. Why not? I mean, it would yeah. be a nice service, but you never know. But Hopefully. And like I said, I don't think I will. Right now, I don't really plan on painting it. I only plan on drawing. Oh, that could work. I mean, that could work also on on their paper. Yeah. So Mm. now that I think about it, I kind of like the idea of drawing, me drawing it, and then um, 
have it, I could let other people color it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's going to be one of those in progress works. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to just see what happens. I don't have an end vision for it. I just want to put it on the paper and see where it goes. Awesome. Okay. So. And I was going to say, if I was going to try to help our listeners, I thought I talked about that project. Maybe there's a different, but I don't think I remember what episode it was. That's too bad. All right. Okay. And thank you for listening. I hope this was inspiration. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, Get your plan. Winter is coming. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, you can check out my website. So that would really <laughs> be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I would put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I think I have to get used to this to say, yeah, this is my website. I usually don't do that. <laughs> Maybe I should do this more often. So. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, go check out Lama's website. Yes, just take a look. It's And, you know, it's not finished, so be be kind. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right, well, then I will see you next week. Yeah, see you next time. Talk to you next time. And thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye.